Welcome to a brand new episode of Packaging Talks. In this episode, we welcome Sainath Jain, co-founder and CEO of one of the first brands in India solely dedicated to men's skincare and grooming, Hivado. During this conversation, Sainath reveals how men from 18 to 60 are becoming increasingly conscious about their skincare and are looking for new products which cater to this need. Men from metro cities to distant rural interiors now explore online for such novel products. He also highlights the challenges faced during his startup journey and how they were overcome to establish a market niche. Sainath is also aware of the importance of packaging in designing, branding to attract customers in an attention span of 30 seconds during an online search. He is also committed to address sustainability issues in the packaging formats deployed at Hevado. Let's join Dr. Ranga Prasad and get some insight into Sainath's entrepreneurial journey so far. Over to you, Doctor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Packaging Talks, a podcast series brought to you by Packaging 360 team. Today, we are in the city of Bengaluru, the IT hub and the startup hub, and it's my great pleasure and privilege to welcome Sainath Jain, co-founder of the Hevado. Welcome to the podcast, Sainath. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Anu Prasad, to to have me on on your show. Uh, it's really an honor to to come and discuss with you uh, today. Okay, Sainal, let's start with this. What is Hivado? How did this concept come to you? And then, uh, could you tell us the journey of Hivado from the concept to where you have reached so far? Uh, absolutely, sir. So, Hivado's uh, journey started uh, in the late two thousand eighteen. where i was really struggling to find the right skincare products for myself in my stint abroad i was in paris and uh, that's when i really got introduced to the world of uh, skincare uh, you know that men adopt right till then it was an alien concept especially as an indian uh, grown guy where it was never you know a priority in your life to even take care of yourself uh, on the basic primary level So this is when you know I got exposed to a lot of good, great skincare brands which I was using, and even the weather you know got me to use them. And once I got back to India, uh, you know uh, I, I joined an edtech startup, and after that, you know I was still struggling to you know find the right product. So most of the times, whenever I was traveling or any friends or family were abroad, I used to ask them to get you know a bunch of my year stock supply of skincare. and you know it was about uh, yes in 2015 a few brands had come in but they did well for uh, beard but not for skin so the only brand that i was using uh, day and day was nivea it's great uh, for for a basic basic level but didn't, didn't really satisfy my requirements so that's when we started researching and we understood that okay there's a significant difference uh, to the topical level of a man's skin versus a woman's skin and we had to do something about it to address in terms of basic absorption so that you know the products can you know, have the efficacy and and generate the results that they are, are supposed to so so that's what it started uh, you know which took us around the world to explore uh, you know different markets uh, different skincare products and brands around the world and we saw that india really lacks something for men uh, in this space right and that's when hevado started off uh, as as a brand and uh, uh, after which uh, you know we we did instant uh, intensive research we understood that a man's skin is about 25% more thicker on the on the top layers uh, than a woman's skin more hair follicles more sebum production 
uh, in india yeah, even even now you know men are more uh, outside than women are and even if an urban man is working in the uh, in the current uh, air conditioned environment the skin dries up a lot and which also leads to a lot of issues once they age beyond 35 and you know wrinkles start coming up pigmentation start coming up and they start wondering why this is happening because you know they fail to realize that they didn't start taking care of their skin early on so uh, we understood that okay this is something that we need to address and uh, we got about you know creating formulations for them from scratch uh, you know we did not go about you know meeting manufacturers to just pick up formulation change the fragrance but we said you know this needs a complete new way of uh, you know creating a formula that works on them so uh, you know we we came out with uh, i would say india's first ever alum infused uh, skin care right and and with all the desired properties that that can help man uh, to take care of themselves on a day to day basis quite a nice opener uh, sina uh, moving on how you you're based in a city like bengaluru which is traditionally very conservative but how was your idea received in uh, in say your circle and then uh, what were the kind of uh, technical and also the uh, consumer based challenges that you faced uh, as, as far as your concept is concerned so it is quite challenging uh, in terms of the positioning that we have picked up and also in terms of uh, natural skin care and in the category of men so uh, i would say these three uh, things itself pose quite a challenge uh, and the fourth one being skin care as an entry point to address to men so men in general as as i was uh, you know uh, speaking to you about earlier uh are okay with i would say basic usage so you know even today's time with uh, almost a global exposure to pretty much you know uh, uh in terms of simple lifestyle uh, men even today in india use soap and are comfortable to use soap you know bar soaps uh, they haven't even gone about to you know move ahead in terms of convenience or understand the other benefits of a shower gel uh, so that's how primitive it is in terms of usage and the only other two categories that they've really bothered about is their hair which which holds primary importance in the way they look and present themselves and today you know all the millennials do sport a beard so that's the last that they look into but beyond which they're not even considered uh, you know basic uh, you know skin level uh, you know nourishment so uh, to in in order to reach out to them and make them understand it's a, it's a huge educational drive and an awareness drive that we're getting into to to make them understand the importance of skin care in today's relevance right uh, we have meant uh, you know initially telling us that across generations we have never seen men using skincare products it's a girly thing to do you know men don't do this we don't talk about it uh, but when you when you sit and talk to these men on an individual level right on a personal level the insights are totally opposite of what they actually project so we understood that okay it's a concern they are really concerned of the way they look and surprisingly once uh, you know the age group of 28 and above you know when a lot of important things are happening in their lives right they probably are getting married they probably uh, you know are at a very senior position you know they have at least crossed the basic entry level uh, their careers you know probably they're getting into an entrepreneurial uh, role so so presentation and that first level of attraction becomes very important and that's when it hits to them that okay it's it's something that they need to invest on so that's something that we have observed uh, when you talk to men on an individual level and bangalore as a city uh, you know is is a city of uh, the first right everything in terms of innovation or concepts happen here and they're very receptive you know in terms of as an audience so it's a it, it was a great uh, you know uh, starting ground mumbai tradi- uh, definitely is a traditionally known for fashion and uh, you know glamour 
but bangalore is is uh, not uh, is not far behind it's it's quite close and i would say it's also would have matched the level of people or men bothered about their personality and how they will project themselves so uh, like a uh, first round it's it's been about 6 months uh, that we started off and we have received great great response men really are talking about their personal problems when it comes to grooming and skin care and it's been quite receptive very very interesting tell us some something about your customers and you know, what kind of customer base have you developed since you started up and uh, what are what are the kind of preferences do you find uh, a commonality in terms of product preferences or is there are they uh, region specific like say mumbai there would be a particular pattern in in uh, bangalore there will be a pattern or in delhi there will be a particular pattern and uh, it would also be uh, good to know uh, from the customers that you have developed so far what is their feedback about, about a very highly a market a specific market segment that you are trying to create so uh, coming in terms of the the audience uh, so traditionally we thought that you know men between 18 uh, to about 28 would probably be our primary audience because uh, you know these are the internet savvy crowd and they are really uh, involved uh, and are following a lot of celebrities because most of the trends around the world are, are celebrity driven and uh, we thought that okay this is the audience that is going to make that you know uh, buy uh, for a skincare product because they understand the relevance of it they are in the modern times so uh, probably they are the you know the key audience but surprisingly it was the 28 plus uh, you know that became the primary audience of hevado and and also we have customers who are 55 to 60 uh you know who have also picked up products and uh, actually engaging with us on a day to day basis so that was an eye opener we thought that okay above 45 no one would really care you know uh to adopt skin care uh, or a personal care aspect at all like they wouldn't even enter in a conversation on that front and uh, it was just about yesterday also we were talking to a customer who's about 53 years old and he was talking about a pigmentation on his uh, on a face that he was really bothered about and he got down to to meet a dermatologist and understand the problem and trying to solve it and then he realized that you know what i need to go about and use a lotion or a face cream on a day to day basis to to maintain my skin uh, and another instant was from a from a 60 year old uh, you know, guy called farhan khan uh, from uh, bihar who's into construction and uh, he has had uh, half an hour long conversations with us describing his day and you know what problems he faces what kind of skincare solutions uh, you know he's uh, seeking out for he's tried about most of the brands from uh, biotherm to biotech and karma and force essentials and finally is very happy with hevado what hevado is achieved for him to the point at the end of the conversation he was asking us to suggest skincare products for his wife who had an acne prone skin so that was a great boost uh, you know of our validation of what we were doing Like we have customers at that age in talking to us and engaging about skin care and uh, most recently there was another young guy who about uh, 27 uh, you know from mumbai and uh, he was like really in awe and adore of of what hevado is achieving and and what it was delivering right so basically he uh, he loved a face cream uh, which has all the, uh, you know almond mushroom uh, alum uh right and uh, he like you know in terms of the absorption he really loved the product he like okay you know the, uh, the kind of feeling i have with the product on a day to day basis that i'm using is non grease and really enjoyed so the feedback has been across the age group and specifically more so for men about 28 so that's one thing that we saw and uh, last year was a very unique year for me to really pull out uh, you know or you know where in india 
uh, you know, our audiences were coming from because they were coming from even tier two cities. Uh, we had a customer out from of Punjab. I have never heard of uh, you know city or you know I would say towns uh, or or cities uh, of that name. And then we had guys ordering from I would say remote places of Andhra Pradesh. On on the twenty twenty front, I probably would say that since lockdown uh, was imposed and a lot of uh, urban settlers uh, in the recent time would have probably gone back to their homes to work from home and go, going back to their, to their towns to be at home and work from there. So probably we saw a demand coming from all around India and especially from these tier two cities also. But yes, uh, I would say our majority of the audience still comes from the, uh, the metros, uh, starting off from Mumbai, Bangalore, in, in, in this order, Mumbai, Bangalore, Delhi, Hyderabad, Pune, uh, and uh, Chennai to a certain extent. So this is this is the way we've seen. And a lot of them also from uh, around Andhra Pradesh is when we've seen our audiences coming. As you know, Sainath, we are a packaging forum. And uh, we would like to know your thoughts on uh, what is the importance of packaging and packaging formats, packaging materials, uh, decoration, etc. When you package your product and sell it to the uh, the men's person grooming uh, segment. We'd also like you to explain uh, because now, nowadays there is a clamor for banning plastics and uh, or, I mean, selecting the alternative materials. So how have you factored sustainable packaging in your entire brand designing and branding, brand positioning? As you're aware, Dr. Packaging holds paramount importance uh, when it comes to a personal care uh, product. And especially uh, the brand that Hivado is trying to create. Uh, I would like to stress a little bit on the branding part and then take you to the packaging because that would make a lot more sense. Uh, so as, as a brand, uh, Hivado, we are really trying to uh, you know, bring focus to, to men uh, in terms of their skincare uh, needs and thereby also creating it as a lifestyle so that it becomes a ritual on a day-to-day basis that a man can associate with thereby creating an ecosystem that a man can engage uh, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So we are really creating this well, wellness ecosystem around man. Coming to that, when anything that you relate to in terms of a brand giving you a product, packaging somehow becomes very, very important. Uh, and uh, we, so we, we pitch to our customers uh, saying, uh, you know, with, with, the, with the expectation that uh, they would understand that Hivato stands on three strong principles in terms of product efficacy, you know, uh, the sensorial pleasure and the behavioral understanding of the way we have made the formulation. Something that we have got in terms of a, a big feedback from our customers in terms of a strong point that they really appreciated was our packaging and our fragrance. So these are the two things that we really loved a lot. And in this, the packaging, especially with the aluminium, they somehow connected to with that a lot. They said that, okay, this is the first time that we've seen aluminium packaging beyond the basic deodorant usage in, in a day-to-day uh, you know, skincare products. So uh, packaging thereby plays a big role in the initial attraction of a customer even buying. And since we are an you know, online first or digital first brand, the only way to engage and attract your audience, especially men, right? When they are an audience which is still learning about skincare, where even though you put the best of the best ingredients, uh, you need to explain to them the benefit of these ingredients on their skin. Like even after that, since they're not used to using skincare, they really cannot compare or benchmark to, to say that, okay, I have used a skincare product with these ingredients and it's not to, or worked or not worked for me. And thereby I'm looking for a switch or an alternative. And will these ingredients itself suffice or they should be something else? So 
that basic understanding is still not there uh, in, in the man, man's audience. Thereby, the packaging is the only attraction, the first attraction as a brand that we can have with our audience. And which is, as I mentioned, a paramount, uh, you know, say factor in them purchasing, especially online when I have only 30 seconds of their attention uh, to look towards me. So uh, saying, uh, coming to the, so as, as, as I mentioned, that's highly important. And I agree with you, there's a big, big uh, you know, con, uh, you know, a drive and a conscious awareness that's come into consumers when it comes to uh, plastic waste. Because uh, whether it's home care products, whether it's your basic food, uh, you know, food, or a lot of things, we have started using a lot of single-use plastic. And that's going to choke, uh, choke the environment uh, today or tomorrow. And, and the amounts in which we're generating on a day-to-day basis is huge. I was just passing by uh, in my journey yesterday uh, from... Uh, Ahmedabad to Anand and uh, I was on the outskirts of Ahmedabad and I saw this huge mountain uh, I thought okay this is a huge hill and you know what's happening on that you know I saw some cranes and a lot of smoke uh, being generated out from that particular place and uh, when I asked uh, you know the the driver that okay you know what is uh, uh, what's happening there you know what industry is there on the top of that hill and he's like it's not a hill it's basically a garbage uh, uh, you know dump yard and uh, I was surprised. I'm like, that's a big one. That's a big, big one. And they're basically insulating all the waste, which again is not being effectively segregated and you have a lot of plastic inside. So it's a big concern. And that's why as a brand, consciously, we were looking at alternatives to plastic as much as we could. Uh, during which, uh, Dr. Rangapasa, if you remember, I had, I had a discussion with you at then to understand you know, what kind of a material do I choose uh, you know, that that is truly sustainable and uh, is glass the actual alternative uh, to plastic? And then you mentioned to me that, you know, uh, yes, even though the, the end product glass is uh, definitely more sustainable or environmentally friendly compared to plastic, the process of manufacturing glass itself has a lot of uh, issues, uh, a huge amount of uh, wastage of water itself, which makes it an unsustainable process. So when we look at sustainability, it cannot just be with which you bought into light that which cannot only be with you know the the final material that you pick up but also the process in which it takes to make that product thereby we in our research we understood that aluminium is one of the third most available material or metal on earth you know where about eight percent of the crust uh, to a depth of eight or uh, ten miles is is uh, you know where it's found it most occurs uh, you know very easily Yet the process, uh, you know, uh, of manufacturing uh, aluminium, virgin aluminium, still is not as sustainable, uh, you know, as we would want it to be. But it's definitely better off than glass. And thereby, we said, that, okay, this is a material that we have to use. And then we got about to understand that recyclability uses far less energy that is required to make, you know, uh, to to generate aluminium from bauxite. So thereby, you know, uh, and also the recyclability of aluminum is infinite with some wastage that definitely is there uh, during the process. But again, it is uh, completely biodegradable uh, to the environment. It, it, uh, it is sustainable to that front. And at the same time, uh, it is far cheaper to recycle aluminum uh, than, you know, extracting aluminum, uh, you know, virgin aluminum from the mineral. You know, we save, uh, you know, a lot of energy in that process. And, and the best part was that in the properties of aluminum does not get diminished on recycling. So this made it a very ideal uh, you know, material for us to choose as a primary packaging. 
And through this uh, choice, we could also introduce the concept of refills, where for one thing that we could not, uh, you know, replace was pumps, because uh, there was no other option. Uh, you know, the only thing would have been a cap, but then that's not the most convenient uh, experience for a consumer to use a product. So uh, we had to use a pump, and that's the only plastic element that we have, uh, as much as you know, which we could avoid. So plastics, uh, uh, in terms of in the pumps usage, was irreplaceable, and we had to go with it. So what we understood is that if a basic ninety percent of the packaging can be non-plastic, it would be the best, and thereby you know we could supply refills to our consumers, and they could subscribe to it. Where all they had to do is change the you know take out the pump, pull it into a new bottle, and continue their usage. Or we're still you know researching on other other materials that we can use, which is hundred percent biodegradable for this refillable concept. Where an aluminum does have a long, long life on a customer's counter. So so that's how we went about uh, you know picking up this material uh, as our primary packaging and addressing the sustainable uh, quotient to it. Brilliant, Saina. That was a wonderful experience, and I'm extremely uh, delighted that young entrepreneurs like you have thought so deeply into uh, evolving a pro a concept and then later taking it to the market. It was a pleasure having you on Packaging Talks. Uh, on behalf of the Packaging Three Sixty team, let me wish you all the very best in your future endeavors, and thank you for being our guest tonight. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Rangaprasad, again for this uh, honor to have me on your show. That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned on Packaging Talks for more interesting conversations on packaging. If you like what you hear, do follow Packaging Three Sixty on LinkedIn for more interesting updates. Packaging Talks was created using Hubhopper Studio. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Using Hubhopper allows Packaging Talks. to be heard across various platforms including Spotify, Gaana, Wink Music, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and more. To know more visit studio.hubhopper.com. Thank you for listening.